Hello, welcome to the last Wednesday of the week, the multi-tool of sports podcasts. With highlights, interviews and deep dives into some media topics, no podcast brings you more sports on the last Wednesday of the week. On this week's show, a little bit of a change again to our multi-sports tagline, and that is we're bringing you a focus on one sport. And one sport, I don't think we've mentioned once actually in our four seasons and that is the sport of cricket the global phenomenon of cricket one of the most loved sports uh, worldwide and yeah we just don't feature it and for the most part it's because we don't know a lot about it so ben and i have brought someone along who knows quite a lot more than we do about cricket and we brought along a local legend to me and that's daryl tullett and Daryl's been playing for New Haven Cricket Club, uh, well, since he was a kid, uh, but he's been on the first team for 19 years, and his current role is the first team captain. He's on the club committee, as well as other local sporting committees. He's just a general all-round sporting legend uh, of uh, East Sussex, Denton, in the corner, back to just below the South Downs. He's the man in that corner, <laughs> but he's our man on this show for cricket. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Darren Tullett on this week's show. Uh, we'll also get stuck into some other things things here and there as well uh, but join me Dan uh, with Ben and Daryl on this the last Wednesday of the week Ben welcome to the show how are you hi hi Dan yeah I'm outnumbered tonight I've got a couple of uh, Sussex Sussex gents on the show. Um, yeah, so looking forward to uh, getting chatted. We actually, I think we have mentioned cricket a couple times over the last four years. I'll be is, honest. Is it just to say how little yeah. we know about it? <laughs> yeah, maybe not in depth, but England have done pretty well in the last, you know, 48 hours uh, in the world of cricket. So I'm interested to sort of ask Daryl about that. Uh, but yeah, welcome to the show, Daryl. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. Been looking forward to this. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Uh, you know, listeners, um, to be to be fair, Daryl, there's about three people listening to this show, and I, kn- I know all of them. Uh, remarkable, I know. Uh, I know that many people. Um, but for those that don't know, uh, we do actually know each other outside of here, and we've been talking about getting you on for a little while uh, because uh, you have a very infectious passion for cricket I think I got talking to you about cricket once and I came away thinking oh, I think I could get into cricket and I was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. steady on so we we're like well let's get him on the podcast and see what he's all about but Daryl um you're at a party you're at a bar someone doesn't know you and um they want to know what, what you're all about what your sporting passions are give us your your uh, overview of your sporting life in a tweet in a tweet, uh, where to start? Most of my tweets aren't really uh, suitable for uh, <laughs> <laughs> to, to be said out loud. Um, mad football fan, to be fair. Um, it's hard not yeah. to be. Um, up, Who, you know, who's your Who's your team of choice? Uh, I am a Brighton fan. Oh yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so we've had some tough years. Uh, sort of growing up, it wasn't great, but um, been pretty good for the last five six years. Um, a lot of people have uh, jumped on the bandwagon with it, so good luck to them. It's a uh, good atmosphere around the club at the moment. And yeah, it's been brilliant, like doing the away games um, ever since I stopped playing football, really. So big, big passion for football. One of the things we learned recently, Daryl, is Brighton's one of the most expensive teams to support for um, travelling and season tickets and things like that, apparently. Really, that's news to me. Yeah, yeah I didn't. I, I, obviously, I, I'm season ticket holder, so I pay me. Uh, I don't know what it yeah. is. 40 odd, 40 odd pound a month, and that's it, yeah. really. Apart from when I go and go. spend about six pound on a pint at the ground, but that's where. That's where <laughs> I get yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's so, like that every football ground. So you've always been into sport, and uh, but what what took you into cricket? You've been with the New Haven Cricket Club, club since you were a kid. What was it that took you there? Because it was is cricket just. A thing that you kind of thought, oh, I'll just give, go give that a go, have a knocker down by the park. Was it some so, through to school or you kind of ended I think up there? Um, just, just from my knowledge of teams we play against, um, players in our team and that, it, it seems to be sort of passed on through generations. Um, I, my home, All of my family, dad's uncles, played cricket um, for New Haven as well. Uh, my granddad's played cricket um, in his local leagues and in the Navy and 
what he'd done. Um, and you kind of grow up playing it and I just being involved in it for such a long time, I always find it amazing how people don't like it. And I, that would be the same consensus of sports that I don't like. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. I just find as a, as a game overall, it, ca- it captivated me as a kid. Um, played loads, whether it was, you know, and that's another good thing with it. You can pick up a stick and a ball in your back garden and have a, a competitive game as a kid with your brother. And, you, you know, it, it, it's very close to, you know, just having a football and, and playing that. And it's, it's very accessible to play. And, just never got out of it. You know, a lot, a lot of people sort of maybe get to their teenage years from playing cricket and fall out of love with it or have other focuses. But yeah, for me, never. No, been playing it for too long, really. I'm starting to feel it now. I'm in my knees and in my back. But uh... well, You're clearly doing something right because I've just been looking at some uh, tables here on um math uh, tables new haven <laughs> new haven.play-cricket.com uh, and here's well. the uh, the the batting statistics and, yeah. and ben guess who's number 1 on the batting statistics um uh, f- uh i don't know i don't remember the names uh daryl is it daryl uh, yeah you're correct daryl Tuller. yeah he's number 1 um ben tell me um who you think is number 1 on the bowling statistics uh, I mean, um, Darren Goff, is he still playing? <laughs> uh, you're, you're wrong. It's, it's Daryl Tullett. Uh, ben, oh, fielding what? statistics, fielding All statistics. Who's player. number one? Um, you know, listen, I I think there's a theme here. I well, think it could be. It could be this man, Daryl. Well, you're wrong. He's actually letting us down a little bit here. He's, he's only six. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the, the guys, the guys, the guys would have been fuming if I was number one because it is a bit of a, <laughs> a laughing joke in the club that I'm not a very uh, committed fielder, shall we say? <laughs> is that because it's too close to the bar? Uh, it, absolutely, yeah. It's not <laughs> the bit what, I enjoy the most, to be what, honest. What I like about this is uh, in the fielding, the column, uh, which is like the, the you know the, the the main column, is total victims. Oh, it yeah. sounds pretty aggressive. Cut right, cut <laughs> so, um, for those that don't know cricket, and Ben's going to get into some uh, meteor questions just uh, in a, in a moment. But for those that don't know cricket, um, tell us what what the uh, standard game looks like. You know, let's not talk about rain delays, cups of tea, beer, and all that kind of stuff. What's oh, the standard what, what when you're actually stuff? playing? Well, you got it wrong there. The, the rain delay means you get down a pub earlier. <laughs> so you're discounting all the good stuff um now i think you know it's, it's a simple game of two halves you know you, you, you bat and you bowl essentially um but i think that the best part about the game is there's a, there's a thing with cricket is you're never winning and obviously most other sports whether it is football racing you know you've got a leader you've got a winner it changes so quickly. Um, it anything can happen in the game that can just change it, like in an instance. And that, and I think that's what makes it so exciting. And I've been involved in games of cricket, and I think everyone that is a spectator sport wants to go out and see loads of runs scored. You know, you want to see your, your big hitters going out and clearing the boundary, which you do. To yeah. be fair, that's what you pay your money for. But um. Yeah, some of the low-scoring games are, are really good, really tense, and you can really, really feel the pressure. Especially, you know, it's brilliant playing in it. But um, when uh, you know, it's about, I can't remember where I was going with it now. Sorry, boys. That's all right. Yeah, no, it's just no, no, a typical no, 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 game. You got the game with two halves. It moves quick, Ben. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, this, is, this is the thing. I, I'm actually interested. We'll go back into the beginning there because we asked you obviously about sport there, and your first thought was Brighton. That was you know your first passion was football, uh, which I'm, I'm, I, I want to talk to you. I want to ask you about Roberto De Zerbi, the new man at what, the helm. I'm super man. excited about this uh, football. Obviously, you know is a big big passion myself uh, of mine. But you know you start football, then you you obviously mentioned cricket, and also mentioned that a lot of people fall out of love with cricket, and there's a it's a bit of a kind of marmite sport, but. I've got some facts and figures that I'm probably going to talk about a little bit later, you know, focusing more on the Indian Premier League. But cricket is a monster of a sport. I mean, you know, 
equaled only by the likes of NFL and Premier League, you know, in terms of TV, right? Looking more at the Indian Premier League. Um, So if you're, you know, you're down at the the New Haven Cricket Club, you're playing, what's the conversation like? Is it, is it, is it a focus on cricket? Is it, is it all about cricket? Is it all about talking, you know, England T20 or is it, uh, you know, or is it literally everything you're talking about? Sport, your fans, what's the kind of vibe like in cricket? Is it, is it all immersive in that way? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I suppose the difference from, from playing football, watching football, um, it's, it's kind of a different environment in that in that sport. Um, I mean, cricket is very competitive, even at our level. We play in a pyramid league system. But it's more of a social game. Um, you know, when it, it is... We, we do it for the love of the game. Um, so the conversations that we have, we all love all sports. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, first and foremost, you bring down all different kinds of football supporters of, you know, different clubs and stuff like that. And with cricket, it's kind of territorial because it's set up in counties. So you tend to support your your county that you're from pretty much, you know. Um, it Yeah, it, it's it's, it's pretty general the conversations to be fair and the ban- the, the banter is second to none <laughs> in cricket. I mean yeah. you you just you, you'll see things you'll hear things that you would never hear anywhere else other than on a cricket field and it's stuff that sticks for a very long time and that needs to stay in the cricket field I imagine absolutely yeah and yeah. and on the podcast I, on the, you know <laughs> if i sort of go, look back and think like the 90s and 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 you know names i mentioned obviously you know darren goff and ramprakash and and uh and hussein and tufnell these names were you know cricket was on was on free to air um when i was you know kid growing up in the 90s it was on tv test cricket was on tv yeah you know, uh, obviously with the Ashes, but there was there was other test matches going on all the time, it felt like. And it just, it felt like you were always watching cricket, but it never grabbed me like football did, for instance. Like, you know, those Champions League nights and those kind of things. Um, but you're saying, you know, it's, it's a family sport, it's county cricket. You know, do, do uh, in terms of your games, do families show up or do you have some kind of like, you know, diehard crowds that are just there absolutely every game cheering you on? Uh, what's yeah, the kind we, of feel um, in the kind of the, it's, it's, the supporting pretty, of it? It's pretty good to be fair, especially down at Newhaven. Um, you get families mainly, um, and it, and it, I think it is, especially you know a lot of the lads have got young kids and that. And it's just nice, you know, they bring them down. They're not there for the whole game, and to be honest with you, half of them don't really understand the game, so they're just there for a <laughs> bit of a bit of support. But um, yeah, just we wondering get, when it's their turn to go and hit the ball. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it, but, you know, yeah, it's a really, really tight knit club at New Haven, and and to be fair, a lot of the clubs locally are. Um, we probably get sort of on a match day, sort of twenty, you know, family friends turn up, but um, you also get some of the past players that have been involved in the club that that pop down, and a lot of it's heavily involved with the uh, the social side of it. And as Dan will know, we're down the down the flying fish after every game <laughs> on a Saturday, um, and that's that's. I think if you'd ask, if you asked all of the cricket lads why they still play, I'd imagine that the uh, the social side of it's probably uh, <laughs> the main reason. The Flying Fish is also a sponsor for this podcast, I believe. So, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I'll tell you that we very much sponsor them. They do. Um, they sponsor us. They, to be fair, they look after us as a, as a cricket club. But then, you know, when you get you get in the you know twenty twenty blokes down your pub on a Saturday night. Um, it's probably a, a good investment for the uh, for the landlady down there. Yeah. So um, you, you talked about the the sort of the local sporting community, the local community. You're clearly um, heavily involved. You're also um, on the committee for Seaford Town Football Club as well. So yeah. you know your, your passion, as Ben said earlier, the first thing you mentioned was football. You're heavily involved in cricket. Did what came first was. Um, you know, did you become involved with Seaford because of your, you know, the your time you spent with New Haven Cricket Club and it just, there was, you know, you wanted to get involved or how did that come it's, about? It's, it's, it's a good point actually, Dan, because um, I played football for Seaford for a fair few years. Um, not really my sport, if I'm being brutally honest. Um, I played in the first <laughs> team there for, 
for two, three seasons, I think. Uh, mainly before that, I had three, three or four seasons in the reserves, but unfortunately stopped playing at, I think I was 25, 26, or sort of six, seven years ago. Um, got injured, stopped playing, put on loads of weight, and yeah, unfortunately never got around to going back to training. Um, so they found you but, a, ta- a chair around the board table instead. Well, funnily enough, I kind of separated myself from it. Um, I didn't have really much involvement other than going to watch Brighton in football. Um, probably actually lost a little bit of love for it, to be brutally honest. Didn't have much sort of oomph to get out there and do anything. So um, it come around. So obviously, we, we progressed the cricket club quite a lot, being involved on a the committee there. We were doing some good things locally, um, sort of social media and bits like that. Um, and yeah, just a sort of conversation was had about getting involved at the football club and obviously having a passion for it and for the club it was kind of a a no-brainer to get involved so um yeah it's been three years I think on there um and everyone works so hard uh as you know it's all voluntary um yeah so yeah what what I'd like to ask you about Daryl is um you know you're on the committee for the cricket club and obviously you're really heavily invested in that because you play and it's you've been in it for years you know nearly two decades uh, on the first team let alone you know since you were kids involved in it you're also involved with Seaford Town so you know people listening who think actually I really like sports I really like my community I kind of want to give something back and it feels like you know I can't maybe I don't necessarily play the sport but I feel like I've got something to give is is being on these boards and or committees or whatever else like a viable route for these people like and what what does it involve like what do you do on these committees is you decide who to buy or who to trade or like or who's you know who's going to be like you're done you're out (laughs) unfortunately you know it's not it's not quite as exciting as that um to to be honest with you answers your question is yeah um and, and i think most if not all clubs would welcome new people um i don't think you have to have a have a um you know connection to the club you can kind of create that by by getting involved um so on the on the cricket club um it's really about obviously you know sports clubs cost money to run um so it is about the the day in day out running of the club um working you know it all comes to a massive cost we have to get the sponsorship in um you know cricket clubs we pay to play as well so we have like an annual subscription Um, which which we, we, we're quite cheap for that. Um, we don't we don't charge loads, um, and we pay match fees, which pays for the pitch and stuff. So, cricket club wise, it's really about just pushing it where we want to go. You know, um, pushing it on social media. A, a big one for us is is the youth um, side. Um, yeah, we we lost ours ten years ago just due to lack of interest. Okay. Um, which was really sad um, because a lot of clubs thrive off of it. And, it, you know, it is the heartbeat of your, your club and it's the future. Um, brings a lot of willing parents in as well that, that, yeah. that get on, you know, get in and help out. So, so it sounds yeah. like, they, uh, you know, people, you know, cricket clubs, these, you know, um, smaller towns with cricket clubs, uh, even though they've been going for, you know, centuries, <laughs> is... Um, <laughs> is uh, you know it, it requires the community it requires the volunteer it requires Absolutely. the rallying around to maintain them um are you starting to see a that become a harder task at the moment yeah and i don't want to dwell on it because it's a dreary subject but ben and i spoke about sort of you know the cost of living impact on sport at the moment and yeah you know grassroots sport particularly you know literally having to move games to you know actually no there's there's league um who was it ben was it mansfield had to move their game because they couldn't put the stadium lights on in the football or something um, uh yeah 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 i think it was uh it was mansfield it was a league a league two uh yeah so that's the thing is like you know what's what's been the impact on you is are you starting to see that become more of a problem like you know especially as you get into winter well, sort so, so going on the the floodlight routes um the sussex football um county league football league have said um before the season started due to the you know the cost of living and that and and probably more so the energy rises is we've been allowed to kick off at 2 p.m uh, rather than three just to save putting the floodlights on yeah. saturday afternoons which um as far as I'm aware, quite a lot of clubs took up that offer. Um, wow. 
just just a bit of communication between the two clubs and the way you go. Yeah, starting earlier there. Um, there, you know, the f- football club's been brilliant. I mean, especially with the youth. You know, we we've not raised the prices for for a few years for the, the subscriptions for that. Um, and as far as I'm aware, I don't think there's any immediate plans to do it. Um, and we've had similar conversations at the cricket club that, you know, it, we, we don't want to outprice people to, to get involved in the sport. How yeah, important we, we talked, are... Uh, we talked about this, uh, Dan, to interrupt you there, about yeah, you know, no, the community. Uh, these these clubs within the community, you mentioned 1868 uh, for the for the cricket club, I think, uh, Seaford Town 1882 or vice versa. I mean, basically, you know, 150 years ago, these clubs have been going for a very, very long time and they're a massive part of, of the community. Um, and, and me and Dan spoke about this a couple of episodes ago, talking about how you know, like a, th- a third or over a third, nearly a half of community clubs across the UK are, are within six months of collapse. You know, is there yeah. a fear? Is that something that's in, in the back of your mind thinking about with, you know, maybe with Seaford more? Um, no, I don't, I don't think you'd, you, you would kind of allow, you know, you don't allow yourself to think that way. You know, you know, the yeah. dangers, dangers are there. Um, but with, with the guys that are involved at the football club and, they they're brilliant these these people doing it you know we've got we've got a core committee of say 10 12 of us which the youths run sex I mean, we've got 400 kids signed on at new haven you, um sorry oh, that's wow. you know that's it's, it's huge it, it, it takes a lot of organizing so yeah hats off to everyone that that gets involved in that it there, there's no immediate danger but it, like you say there's a lot of clubs out there, football, cricket, the you know, rugby. Um, they've been around for years and, you know, just down to things like this, it's just sad to see a lot of them that, that can't carry on. And it, it, How important are these these clubs to the local towns and, and the people within them, to the communities? Well, I think I think you'd probably you 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 probably underestimate it. You know, we see for town last year, and I know New Haven football do very well. I mean, we were getting some games over 200, 250 people down there watching. Um, and it's just so. And when you said also, there's app. 400 kids on on that right on oh, that roster crazy. as well. Yeah, and and they're down there Saturday mornings. Um, we use the the local school in Seaford as well for like a training facility. Um, one thing to add, Seaford Town do, um, I can't take credit because I've had nothing to do with it, but they host a really, really successful junior football tournament. And I think pretty nice. much every 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 junior section in the whole county get involved. And the, the planning in it is just phenomenal. And obviously, it's, it's fantastic for the club's sort of reputation and future. And yeah, yeah. It, it's, it is, I, I think a lot of sports clubs that are, you know, key to to these towns um towns and villages definitely yeah, yeah. And, and a safe place for many of those kids and, and young people and people attending as well uh, something to look forward to um yeah, Darryl, what, let's, uh, let's dan dan you know what, you carry what, on interrupting ben carry on. just look at this is what happens <laughs> it's what we do every single week i dive in uh ask a question uh, what format uh cricket do new haven play so we do our, our bread and butter the the league cricket um, is just 40 overs side win lose yeah um rules in it but you know over restrictions so a certain player can only bowl a maximum of eight overs um the game changed actually five years ago it used to be you could draw i won't bore you with it i'm trying to get you lot to uh to, to <laughs> do like cricket, so we'll, we'll, move, we'll move on from there but um the win lose side of it and the shortened 40 over side of the game i've I think general consensus is that a lot, a lot more kids coming into the adult scene are enjoying it a lot more. So it's definitely a positive move um, for cricket locally. What and is an over? The reason I asked that, an over uh, six balls. Um, Correct, Ben. Yeah, um, we're <laughs> you know, Dan, we, we can't go that simple. We've got a heap of a heap of cricket fans. Uh, one thing I would ask though, um, uh, you know, T Twenty England. T20 World Champions as of uh, Monday, uh, Sunday, yesterday. Uh, time stamping this episode a little bit there. Basically, the beginning of this week, you listen on a Wednesday. Um, <laughs> is uh, is that the kind of pathway? So all these kids are playing football for Seaford. Uh, their pathway is pretty 
pretty damn visible. You know, I mean, English Premier League football, not necessarily they're going to get there, but that is the pathway. They can see uh, see someone looking like them playing uh, the sport at the top level. For cricket, uh, you know, the, the cricket players, young players coming through uh, New Haven, are they looking at the 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 twenty T twenty, they're looking at these one day internationals, are they looking at big five day test cricket? Um is it all going towards this kind of condensed twenty overs cricket? It feels that way. Um, It's a difficult one because as a cricket fan, sort of T20 is probably your least favourite. It certainly is mine. Still love it. But um, yeah, I think the the World Cup, I I think this T20 World Cup win is going to have a big impact. I think it it raises eyebrows and and it gets people wanting to play it and the excitement of it. I mean, we, we saw a massive turn in the 2005 Ashes, which was quite a famous win in Test cricket. And down at New Haven for about two years after that, we had in our youth section over 100 kids down there every Saturday morning playing cricket. And wow. it was, I want to be Freddie Flint off, you know, like you are as a kid. Yeah, playing, yeah. Trying to be David Beckham or whatever it was when we were kids. But, um, you know, and it, and it, it changed the sport big time um and it seems to just go in waves with with the cricket um and, but, but this is absolutely right this is stars and this is something that we we've spoken to about other sports you know looking at things like formula one and tennis um formula one you know the the, the netflix series has been so successful because they've made you know superstars out of you know and characters yeah. out of these players and exactly you mentioned flint off and kids go oh, i want to be that guy you know and mm. um that's I think what's needed uh, is twenty is T twenty the only format of cricket that can provide those characters, or is there still space for Test cricket in the future? There's definitely. I mean, Test cricket's it's king in cricket in, in my view. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a big, 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 big believer in X factor in sport as as a whole, and I think I think some of these some of these guys in every sport just have that X factor of yeah. They can they can up the game, you know. You've got you know Ben Stokes in in the England cricket team. I mean, what he's done in the last three four years as well. And I like to add battling with mental health issues as well. He took a bit of time out of the game. It's just phenomenal, you know. Thinking about it, watching it back, you know, for me as a cricket fan, puts gets the airs up on the back of your neck, and it, it's it's just fantastic to see. And you know, even going other sports, you've got like Roy McIlroy in the golf. You never write yeah. him off. You yeah. know, he, he, you just know that he is that kind of player that could just turn up and if he wants to be the best, he'll be the best. And they're the people that I think get kids involved in the game. You know, you, probably looking at it locally, when I was growing up, you'd only ever see Man United, Liverpool shirts around locally in, on kids. and Absolutely. To, to see Brighton shirts and them now, and they've now got local heroes, you know, that, that they go and see play every Saturday. And I think that has a big part to do with this, is having that connection with it. And yeah, I don't think you can underestimate that the individuals that are playing at the top of this sport and, and the impact that they can have on the future of clubs, you know, with youth sections and get, getting the, the buzz around the sport. Yeah, if that, if that shows you just how direct an impact um, the visibility uh, of the prime time visibility has on young people. And you talk about the turnout after 2005 and you think about what the Lionesses have done recently for, for women's yeah. football. It's It just shows you how vital it is that those opportunities for prime time visibility is for every uh, aspect of sport not just the men's football game the formula 1 uh, wimbledon you know it's everything else because yeah, yeah. there's a direct immediate impact into those local communities and then because there's demand that's when funding arrives right absolutely yeah and i think you, you always rely on the on the funding for for local sports clubs you just got to create that buzz and and these guys help that you know you, you need to make a sport relevant and cricket can sometimes sort of hide it sort of sits in the background until a big event comes up like maybe the t20 world cup i think probably what's not helped it was it, it was in australia so there were weird times um yeah yeah unless you're a cricket fan i mean i've been getting up at seven o'clock to what you know to flick it on <laughs> and watch it but i can understand why 
you know, it's not been on the top of people's list first thing on a Monday morning is to watch the cricket. But um, when it was over, you know, when we won the last World Cup in 2019, Sunday afternoon, I was down the pub. It was 50 over game. Drunk out my face, not going to lie. But <laughs> what what a, and, and in cricket, uh, you know, it, you can't compare it to any other sport. How how that game changed, and it's almost like feels like you in football being four 0 down after eighty minutes, and you come back and win. You know, it, it's that that buzz you get from that is is, is amazing. I, yeah. I can hear it in your voice. I can hear it. And and does it does it make you immediately want to go out and play or just go out and celebrate? It's a bit too cold at the moment, Dan. I'm not going to lie, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even on even on the sunny even on the sunny south coast, you know, I can speak to comebacks uh, being a Liverpool uh, and and uh, New England Patriots fan. Um, I was lucky enough actually to to be over at the Melbourne Cricket Ground a few years ago to oh, watch right. a one day international, and uh, you know. It was a drinking day. There's no way around it. I mean, this was an unbelievable drinking day. Um, it was India. Uh, I want to say India, Pakistan. I think it was. Uh, it was, yeah. Probably the biggest you can go to, that, to be fair. That's amazing. That's... Proper neutral, amazing stadium. Um, I want to touch, before we sort of we, we dive uh, towards other um, amazing conversations about sport and superstars, Uh I mentioned Liverpool fan and obviously we've been, you know, possibly put up for sale recently. There's a company called Redbird Capital um, who had a bit of a stake in Fenway Sports Group. So they're the owners of uh, Liverpool FSG. Um, And these guys' names, Jerry Cardinal and uh, Cardinal and Alex uh, Shiner. Um, And they'd previously worked with like the, the NFL Dallas Cowboys. And, there's a story about this on the New York Times. New York Times, this is about cricket. So, you know, giving you an idea of the kind of scope here. And these two guys, uh, they are part of Red Bull. They bought a 15% stake in the Rajasthan Royals uh, over in the IPL, an Indian Premier League team. They bought it for $37.5 million last summer. Okay. And in the last 15 months, right, that has gone up close to 20 times in 15 months uh an IPL expansion team sold um at the end of last year for a billion a billion dollars yeah. um and 8 months after that basically just this summer gone they organized a television and, and broadcasting rights agreement worth 6.2 billion dollars and that's more than one billion a year, which means India's top cricket competition is only bettered by the NFL and the Premier League. And the Premier League is only just six point nine billion. So that is that is what we're talking about. The size and uh, uh, you know and that's cricket. Yeah, yeah, Indian Premier League. There's massive following over there. Um, but, the, you know, the IPL the, is fantastic. It's incredible. You know, and the corporate sponsors in place. We're talking Disney. We're talking Sony. We're talking huge franchises. Um, is that could we see that in England? Does it have to be T Twenty for that to happen? Um, I think they're trying it. I don't know if you're aware of the hundred. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. New format. I think without going into the details of it, it's a bit franchised. Um, yeah, sub. That, you know exactly what they're trying to push, isn't it? It is. It is exactly that. And unfortunately, what what makes the tournament? I mean, I think you can put it anywhere. You need big players playing in it. Yeah, and the these, I don't know anything about the the clubs, the franchises. I don't know about the owners, but they seem to be doing it. They're getting the best of the best in into play. I think it will naturally grow. I don't think other countries have an interest of picking up this format, so it's quite unique in, in how it is. But I'm not. I can't. I don't think anything will compete with the IPL. I think that's the the, the premier the, the Premier League, as it's called, of you know the football. I think, you, you, yeah, you're not going to compete with that. And I, I don't. I think yeah. with, within England, it being still set in stone with county cricket, I, I, there's no pyramid. I don't think it's going to work. D- Daryl, as as a lifelong cricket fan, <clears throat> where would you put yourself if you had a choice of anywhere to go and play cricket tomorrow? Where would you go, uh, weather permitting? Um, where would you go? Who would you play for and who would you play against? Well, I think, again, I was, you know, it would be a dream to play for Sussex. 
Well, can I can I say England? Can I uh, push? Yeah, push? you you can go. You can go as big. Yeah, you can you can, you can choose go, England Ashes two thousand. You know, like gonna, you can I'm go way go, back if you want. I'm going to go big, and if I was to dream the perfect scenario, it would be a five match Test series in the Caribbean yeah. against the West Indies. Drinking a red stripe. <laughs> on the beach but when I'm not when I'm out when I've been bowled out I'll be straight on the beach from the red stripe I think you know when you when you look at this it, just this just looks amazing and we always play in the West Indies obviously when it's winter here and you're looking outside it's dark it's cold and then you just put the telly on and you just get the whole of the Caribbean and you just I almost want to get the dead chair out in my living room get my straw out on and, and it, that, that, so that, wait, that. wait, wait, wait. So, so what? What you've come back with is is a location for sunning yourself with a can of red stripe. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Have you not got the cricket yet? <laughs> it's cold. I think it's I could cold. get into cricket. <laughs> but, um, Joe, so that, I have a question a... related to that. Go on, now, uh, Ben. Go on. I'm going to cut you off. Um, yeah, how like do it. you keep yourself? Um, uh, well, match fit for cricket, you know, and, and I don't mean training for rain days, rain delays. I mean training for the actual playing, the catching, the batting, the throwing, uh, the bowling. Rather, like how how do you keep yourself in check for that? What are you doing? Badly, badly, uh, Dan. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> hey, um, whatever it is, is working. You're top of the tables. Yeah, I think it's um, we we start indoors. So we have we use indoor net facilities at local leisure centre. Um, we start there in February, and the season starts in May. So you, you give yourself a few months, a couple of times a week, just to get get match fit, if you like, and get yourself in a bit better shape. But I don't do a lot um, other than sit down flying fish or on my sofa. So, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm at my fittest with about two games to go. <laughs> I hit my peak fitness, and then all of a sudden, the, uh, the summer's over. So, um, that seems to you be need some. Thing. So, what you need is you need some young whippersnappers to come in and just sort of beat you to those top spots, and that'll maybe Absolutely, kick yeah. you up the arse and kind of go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, like I say, we, we don't have that at the cricket club at the moment. We've, um, <laughs> funnily enough, I'm still one of the younger players and uh, at 33. It's not, it's not a great <laughs> sign for the club, but, um, well, I'm currently looking at a photo of you from June 25th, 2017, uh, taking, uh, I don't know, shaking someone's hand after a match, but it's the news article about you getting your uh, annual sponsorship from local accountants. Yes, um, yes. Brilliant. Yeah, they, um, they've been fantastic to us. They've been doing it for, I think it's 25 years now. Um, oh, and wow. they've been our main club sponsor that, you know, they, they, they really support us um, as, as they do a lot of local sports as well. And yeah, they do it every year. So they pick a game, preferably a nice sunny one in July, August, and they come down, bring a bottle of bottle of fizz, and we give give a man a match award out. Um, yeah, no, it's brilliant. Very fizz nice. So time. you know, Go Dan, on, I think we just keep coming up with the exact same time tonight. I quite like it. Um, <laughs> you, you, you know, listen. The the best, you know, best place you could be in cricket is a beautiful, warm, sunny country. You know, enjoying a, a five day test match. Um, Brian Lara, you know his name. Everyone knows his name. Everyone. Knows um, he comes from. He comes from one of these one of these incredibly beautiful countries that we see on TV. Uh, uh, Trinidad, am I right? Trinidad Tobago. Um, I think they're still called that. Uh, but but Brian Lara in in the sort of noughties, he had Brian Lara cricket, PlayStation Two. I used to play it, and this sort of ties back exactly to what we're saying about that name, that brand. You know, Brian Lara cricket was alongside Tiger Woods golf, Tiger oh, Woods yeah. PGA Tour. You know, these games weren't just called cricket and golf. They were they were named, they they were branded after superstars yeah all sports need superstars um who is the next superstar for english or world cricket now um it's a difficult one because it changes there's always someone new on the scene i think one yep. one player that I, that I think you know to look in in five years i think sam curran for england yeah um, he's just he, he seems to have a bit of X factor about him. He's still young. I think he's 23, which is quite young, really, to be playing in all formats of, of English cricket. It's not like other sports where you can come through that earlier. You need to gain a lot of experience before you get put on the big stage. 
but Sam Sam Curran for me um, is is definitely up there. But I think um, the one in world cricket, and this is going to test my name now. I don't we don't we don't like the Australians, but um, I think his name <laughs> Cameron Cameron Green. Um, Cameron Green. Yeah, Australian, and I think he's about twenty. Um, yeah, he. I think he's going to be. My my prediction is he's going to be the next big thing in cricket. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Are these are these like specific players, uh, bowlers, batters? Are these just all round, just decent cricketers? Um, so Green is is pretty much an all rounder. He yeah. He bowls pretty much all formats. He bowls in test matches, uh, in the one days and the T20s. And he, he actually opens the batting in T20s. He's a big lad. I mean, if you if you look oh, him up, okay. I think he's, he's a big old unit for his age. Um, but he just plays just so... He just looks like he's been playing for years. He's, yeah. I think that's a, a lot of... thing I've noticed with, with a lot of these youngsters now, in all sports, they just seem to be fearless. They, 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 these big stages... I mean, you see these kids in the, you know, in the Premier League... They're like nineteen, and they come in, and they just. What were we doing at nineteen? Do you know what I mean? It, it, you can't even relate to it, and they, they, they're just not phased by it. It's, it's incredible, really. You know, you can't you can't relate to it. And, and a couple of these, you know, lads, you talk about Man City, obviously best club in the country, arguably. Uh, you know, Phil Foden, you know, Erling Haaland. They they actually, as an example, you know, in the football sphere, they they they, they look like. They just can take on the world. <laughs> I don't know if this is um, because they've seen that and they've seen that it's okay or because they've got good people around them. Um, but it doesn't seem like these players, and, and maybe that's the same for Sam Curran and, and maybe that's the same for Cameron Green, um, you know, in cricket, that they have people around them that make them feel that confident or if it's just, like you said at the beginning of the show, a star power, something that they've got inside them that is just making them. Uh, a superstar, and they just you know they take it all in their stride. Yeah, I think I think a lot of them now. I think you probably have to give a bit of kudos to the probably the coaching staff, okay, um, yeah. mm. bringing them through. And I think sports moved on. I think you go even, probably even far back as the nineties. I mean these these clubs have like sports scientists and psychiatrists. <laughs> yeah. and stuff. you're kind of you're not just picking a kid at you know ten eleven years old in nineteen ninety, and just because he's a good footballer, they're looking for the real deal now and and all of that personality and everything comes into play with it and it's like it in cricket as well i think it plays it plays a big part in it yeah well, th- one thing we do know ben from uh, an interview we did really early on in our podcasting journey uh was that uh, kids now are scouted super young aren't they super young uh, and then along with that comes all the uh, and i remember the conversation the parents going uh, and then they're going to play for Man City. They're going to play for Man City. It's like the chances of your kid playing for Man City are very small, <laughs> regardless yeah. of how good they are. I think, I think um, that's but it, 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 is it the same in cricket? It's like, are, are there people out there looking and watching from the sidelines and scouting? Or do you know when someone's there? Or how does it work in cricket? You know, is there, it's a, how do people get to that? How do people get to England? There's, there's, there's a bit of an issue. Um, probably half my view um there's probably statistics out there to back it up is it's a bit of a stigma around it i think if you look at probably the last 10 years of england cricketers a lot of them have come through private education and okay i think that's where a lot of them get picked up and i and you know don't get me wrong a lot of them have to have a, a degree of talent to, to be in that position um but f- you know for example when i was growing up i done the sussex trials um, through New Haven Cricket Club as a kid sort of probably I've done it two t- twice 10 to sort of 13 and it's so difficult to get in you know and there was players getting in probably because they were just from private schools around they none of them went on to do anything but they still had that opportunity but when you just sort of went to Seaford Head like I did you go you know you kind of got kind of you get looked past a little bit um so I find it actually quite sad and and there's no cricket in schools as far as I'm aware now I think they took it out I mean when I was at school cricket was played in the summer you know football rugby in the winter and you play cricket in the summer but 
it's my understanding now. I know the schools in New Haven don't do it, and I think you lose a generation of players that way. Yeah, that'll happen. Now, surprisingly, it was uh, something I played at school. Uh, was it? Really it was, yeah, yeah. Cricket, cricket curriculum, basketball, and tennis. Multi-sport pod and a multi-sport player, but cricket was, um, cricket was. It was on the cricket. It was a big part. There was always cricket. I talked about the nineties. It was on TV. It was around. We used to, you know, learn to bowl. We used to go down and 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 um, uh, put, you know, draw some stumps with chalk on the walls and things like that. And we used to play it. And if you lose that bottom level grass roots. At school, yeah. you're going to lose exactly like you say a generation of players because you know the the, the Phil Fodens of the world um, take his name, you know, because he's incredibly popular. They don't come from privileged backgrounds. You no. know, a lot of these lads do not come from privileged backgrounds, and they have the world at their feet because they've been given chances at grassroots in football. Maybe that's something that uh, that cricket uh, needs to look to. Um, Going, uh, if I may. Because you mentioned at the top of the show about the mighty Brighton Football Club. You know, we're talking about one of the best Premier League football clubs over the last couple of years. Tough, tough team to beat. Um, You know, as a Liverpool fan, I hate playing Brighton because you just never know. You're such a good ball-playing football team. Uh, You've got the new manager in place. Of course, Graham Potter stepped up possibly stepped up i'm sure about that yeah. no way, um he's he's not uh he th- that transition has not been seamless le- uh, yet but i'm sure that he will be given time uh where are you with the new the new brighton manager if i may um i think he's had a good platform to come into which we, 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 you know we said that when he when he walked into the job but i think the key part for me is is the passion um We've not been used to overseas managers. Um, we've obviously had Chris Shooting before Graham Potter, so it's been been a good six, seven years since we we've had it. And the connection he's built straight away is is just amazing. And you know, the scoring a goal um, against Wolves, he's running down the sideline. He, you know, you know, he's he's got that Mourinho about him. You know, yeah. the Conte. He, and it and it's great because you, you you do connect with it because at the end of the day when we score a goal you're going mental in the stands and Potter was different he's a completely different character um, he's he was just more of a fist pump and a clap um, but you know yeah I, he, 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 he was he was different he was a bit reserved you know and Potter's reserved, super interesting yeah. uh, manager with an amazing story but Brighton seemed to be able to s- just sell players offload players for monster money you know uh, yeah. Chicharella Basuma big players in in recent years and still just doing the business uh, I think you I think you're more I think you're level with Liverpool at the moment in the league I think uh, so, seventh yeah. or eighth something yeah. like that um you know, and this is this is a, a family, a family. You know, they call it the family stadium. Is Brighton starting to feel a bit? Is is it feel like an established Premier League club at, at the, when you go to the Amex? It's, it's funny you say that. Actually, we were having this discussion on Sunday at the game. Um, you know what what it takes to to be called an established club. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you see it so often with. Uh, you know, being a flash in a plan, you, you get your Watfords and your Norwich and your Fulhams. They just seem to, although Fulham must be said are doing very well this season, look a very good side. Uh, indeed. Um, but, you know, up and down, up and down. Um, but I think we have to call ourselves a bit established now. I think the, the progress just seems to be year on year. And I think, like you say, the fact, you know, not many clubs, we've lost our technical director, our manager, all of our backroom staff. We've lost four of our best players in free transfer windows and we just keep coming back. And yeah. as, a, as a fan, you kind of sit there and, you, you know, Trossard, who's been fantastic for us this season, always going in January. You know, a year ago, I would have panicked and, oh, don't go. But now I just think, we'll pull something out of the hat. We're going to <laughs> yeah. We're going yeah. get someone from Venezuela or something. We seem to be shopping yeah. in South America at the moment, and yeah. we just bring. You know, we get the next big thing, and and, and it'll all be good. And it, chairman and the, the chief executive, it's just fantastic at the club. They, uh, they, think, they really are. I think you answered the question you were asking at the game there with your answer. Is that 
an established club as a fan, you need to, you know, you're always worried about the win, the lose. You know, you want your team to do well. Of course, that's supporting any team. Doesn't matter whether it's a Premier League football team or your local cricket team. You want to do well. But having that fear that oh, actually we're only one play away from relegation, you know, Brighton just aren't. Uh, yeah, yeah, if they lose, you know, if they lose um, Chossard in, in, in January, there is probably a replacement. Um, I don't know if he is good. I hope he isn't. He's, he's playing brilliantly well for Brighton at the moment. But, um, you know, think and maybe, maybe that's exactly what it is, Darrell. I think you maybe hit the, the nail on the head. It's that uh, confidence in the team. Long run. Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm a big believer in it that, you know, Unfortunately, I'm going to be there longer than any of these players. <laughs> Football is a fickle, so I, I try not to get too attached to any of them. But it's nice to see when, when they're playing well. But more importantly, it doesn't matter who you support, Brighton, Liverpool. You want to see people working hard and it meaning something to the club that you support. And when, and like I say, with De Zerbe, you feel that. You know, he he's bought into it. and it, It's great to see. And it's, it, it's exciting to get behind it as a fan. You have to be an established club. You've got a very nice stadium. Mm, it's better than the old one. I don't know if you ever went to the Theatre of Trees. I did not, no. <laughs> Theatre of Trees. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it, was, it was very uh, very interesting. It, but again, that being said, what a vital part of the club's history. You know, it, It's still a huge part of where we are today because if we didn't have it, God knows where we'd be. We, we, we didn't have a ground, so... You know, yeah. people laugh, people joke, but um, a huge part Look of where you are now. Exactly. Where you are now. And yeah, in remarkable some ways, stuff. I miss it. <laughs> there are days <laughs> I, do, I do miss it, you know, not when it's raining. It's, but it, it was probably a lot cheaper to attend, was it? <laughs> do you know, honestly, it, it probably ain't a lot, in it? And I think that's the amazing oh, thing. It's, that is a testament to the club, that. Few, yeah. yeah, I think my I pay... On average, about twenty-two pound a ticket. You provide the season ticket over over the course. And that it's, is it's Premier League top level football. World yeah. No wonder football, you don't really. get time for training for your cricket. You know, when you're playing between playing it, training for your rain days, <laughs> and watching Brighton, there's <laughs> not much time left for anything else. Um, no. Daryl, let's start to bring this to a close. T- tell me, tell me two things. One is give me the one minute pitch for cricket. If you, if someone wants, to, if you want to get someone into cricket tomorrow, what do they need to be doing? And not being played, I mean watching. What do they need to be doing if they want to watch cricket and get into it? What, as in come down to the New Haven and watch it and get into it? Yeah, or that, or, or telly, or is someone to get someone hooked on cricket, what could they do tomorrow? Sit down, put YouTube on, and watch Ben Stokes. That, <laughs> there you go. That that would get me... I've got airs, airs with me back in the neck and gone again. <laughs> the, man, the man is just unbelievable. And uh, yeah... Watch, watch Ben Stokes definitely. Watch Ben Stokes, and if, yeah, and if there's a young the kid, uh, well, we don't have any young kids listening to this show because we swear occasionally. But um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> people will think actually, you know, what? I fancy giving it a go. I fancy getting involved with my local club. What can they do? Just go and knock on the door. Come down, absolutely. Um, find us on not just us. Any find your local clubs on social media. Um, they'll all have youth set up, so we'll be keen to set it up and get a bat in your hand and go and whack some balls. And you, you'll understand, you know, you, you 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 get into the technical side of it as you grow up, but just enjoy it when you're a kid. Just it's every kid's it. dream, isn't it? Just to hit stuff with a stick exactly. and throw a ball. You throw a ball at him and he's got a bat <laughs> in his hand. He's going to want to whack it. And you just got to, you know, make it fun. Put Enjoy it. It is a fantastic sport. It really is. And like I say, I know it's Marmite, but it is brilliant. And and it. to be clear as well, you're you're part of the first team, uh, which is men's team, but the second team is a mixed team. Is that right? Yeah. So the sec- second team, it's all in the same pyramid. Um, so yeah, yeah you, you kind of use it for for youngsters. We've got three or four at the moment. So players sort of fluctuate from first and second team it's, it's yeah you do pick your best team for your first team but it's not really like that in our leagues yeah, yeah. yeah. a lot of it's down to location so some players drop down and it, it, you know it's easier to play at home I can't play away so they play there and what I mean suffice I, to say everybody's welcome absolutely yeah it, it, 
we never turn anyone away at our club. You know, we're on the verge of hopefully in a couple of years having three teams, which makes it more accessible for people to come in because nice. we're in a very weird position last year of actually letting people down for games of cricket because we had too many players. Um, there you go. Which is, which is fantastic for us, but also it's hard to manage. So um, we just need to keep growing. So yeah, anyone that does want to get involved in any capacity is always welcome. You know, and that yeah, accessibility and, and, and uh, you know, community spirit is super important. I uh, love doing these podcasts, but I also love writing names down when I'm when I'm talking to people. I've got Sam Curran's name down, Ben Stokes, you know, one new Ben Stokes. Uh, but I'm still going to go and find out and uh, maybe watch some of his county cricket uh, next year. Uh, I've written down Theatre of Trees. I think that's absolutely fantastic. Uh, and Cameron Green, um, even though he's uh, an Aussie, uh, I, shall, uh, I shall go and see plays for the Perth Scorch. What a great sounding team! Look at that. He's 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 the next one. Hopefully, I'm I'm invited back on in five years' time, and I can gloat about being right. Although it's not yeah, much 100%. Amazing. He's on the main stage now, anyway. But he he looks a very good player. No, no, that's amazing. I love. Uh, I shall I shall dive in. I shall definitely watch some YouTube Ben Stokes videos and get some shared on Twitter uh, to get people in the conversation. Hey, Dan. Uh, well, absolutely. And, and thinking about exciting names, um, looking at, um, uh, you know, Googling ahead of this show, you know, my last minute, three minutes before the show, Google what on earth is cricket. So I can talk to someone who plays cricket <laughs> about cricket uh, session. Um, I, I Googled New Haven Cricket Club, of course, to find out various bits in here. But um, one of the problems, I don't know, Daryl, if you've noticed this, whenever you try and Google the town you live in, um, there's a place in the US called New Haven yeah. uh, that often comes up quite a lot. <laughs> Turns out there's a New Haven Eagles cricket club uh, and uh, they're in, in Connecticut and they also uh, play against someone called uh, uh, West Haven. But there you go. So uh, that's an exciting name. Maybe you just need to put like a bird after the end, like, I don't know, New Haven I don't know, pigeons or something. We we do have a twenty twenty team actually, which is <laughs> which is a midweek format um, in the evenings. Oh, yeah. It's all coloured kits. We, 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 it's oh, all yeah. getting brought up. Yeah. You know, a, lot, a lot of clubs in Sussex do it. It's called the Sussex Slam. It is good fun, but we're called the New Haven Night Riders in that. Wow! Oh, yes, <laughs> yeah. amazing. See, you should have come in with that and, at the I'll beginning. Tell you what, if you want to have if you want to, if you want to have a giggle, look up the Sussex Slam and you'll see some very interesting team names all right i'm gonna do that right now while ben tries to figure out a way to stall while i do this um you know literally he's gonna reel through now all these incredible names um but it, you know, i don't want it to be the colored kits that gets me i want it to be good sport because you know as, a, as, a, as an elite sport fan and that covers a lot of sports you know massive tennis fan massive motorsport fan of course you know diehard liverpool fan um I used to be, you know, a cricket as well, and I, I remember. I feel like I left, I, I lost the love out of it as I got a bit older. Yeah. I didn't maybe follow my county and 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 didn't look after, you know. And I'm down based in Southampton now. You know, we've got big cricket teams nearby, yeah. and um, so you know, I shall endeavour. I've got some names down there, and it's a good uh, games down yeah, Rose Bowl. They did a hundred there as well. The Southern yeah, Brain yeah, play there. So it's, you know, you get you got haven't got us so much down here, um, Brighton way or going to London or down to Southampton, which I know is not, it's not, you know, a million miles away, but you can't yeah, stop there for an evening. It is. It, it's nice to have that stuff local. And uh, uh, yeah, because a lot of my um, focus and vision has been move, moved over the, to the States, you know, big NFL fan. And there's, there's a different vibe with the NFL. I mean, it is so yeah. sponsorship heavy and showy and it is, is just the opposite in cric- of cricket of county cricket in many ways, um, but you know, yeah, absolutely loving all sports. Dan is going to come firing in now with like. Do you know the, what? I'm struggling. Um, I'm struggling. Um, oh, well, I we should have been more prepared for this. But uh, there's the, <laughs> the Fal- <sorry>. Falcons. <laughs> yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of them are. A lot of them are quite quite sensible. It's whether they put them on there. there there's the Dormansland Daredevils. Dormansland Daredevils. There's them. There you go. I found one. Yeah, um, but the Sussex... Um... Shoreham, Shoreham Swingers were, I believe, <laughs> they're, um, they're sponsored by something a bit rude as well, I believe, um, <laughs> which went down quite quite well with everyone. And uh, also Glind, which is a local club to us, Dan, 
Uh, yeah. Their team's called the Peaky Glinders, which I thought was quite... Oh, well, that's wonderful. Quite that's good. wonderful. So the Night Riders, I'm into that. I like that. And uh, do you have a team car? No, unfortunately. We should do, shouldn't we? Well, there you go. That's what you've got to do. You've got to pimp your <laughs> ride, Daryl. You've got to pimp your ride. Um, Daryl, let's end it there. We've um, very much enjoyed chatting to you. Um, great, I think... I, I, you've probably not quite converted me into a fan of watching cricket, but I've certainly remembered how much I love throwing and catching a ball and hitting a ball with a stick. Um, certainly <laughs> when I played it at school. Um, and actually I can imagine being out in the field and doing that for the day is, is a lot of fun. Um, and I, and I'm not going to lie the bit where it rains and you'll go and practice in the pub afterwards is, um, definitely Sounds like a bit of you, Dan, that does the cup of That's red stripe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you so much for coming and talking to us. Um, That's it sounds like Daryl, you don't do only immense work on the field. It sounds like you do a lot of very important work for the local community, uh, sporting community broader than cricket, uh, both in football as well. So, um, yeah, nice one for that. And, and thank you for sharing your um, your experience with us. Um, but um, all that's left to say for this last Wednesday of the week is I've been Dan. I've been Ben. I've been Daryl. <laughs> Until next. <laughs> last Wednesday of the week. Be kind. Bye-bye. Cheers, guys.